0: Yo, it's julian and this is a review of the recent oscar bait the trial of the chicago seven which came out october 16 i think it was one of those did a week in the cinema jobs so it can uh, be eligible for oscars and i assume that it will be nominated as well aaron sorkin directing now he's one of the most fated writers in hollywood And mainly um, for his work on the television program The West Wing, which won him loads of awards. He wrote films as far back as A Few Good Men, which I don't rate at all. Um, But he's done a a much more acclaimed run of films Charlie Wilson's War, The Social Network, Moneyball, and and Steve Jobs. And certainly The Social Network uh, won him an Oscar uh, and was one of the best written films of the decade. Since then, he's actually swapped over into being a director which is what always happens now molly's game was an underrated film it wasn't the the problem that a lot of these people have is they're brilliant at writing dialogue and characters and so on but sometimes the pacing of films doesn't quite work and molly's game had too much far too much in it uh, which it didn't need to have but jessica chastain didn't even get an oscar nomination for that he's come back with the trial of the chicago seven A lot of his work is is real-world stuff, biographies or about real-world events. And this is about the, I think, 1968 Democratic National Convention in America when America was virtually on fire and LBJ was stepping down and I think it was Hubert Humphrey was about to take over. Lots and lots of left-wing protests were going on about the Vietnam War. It sounds incredible today to think that something like 30,000 Americans a month were being conscripted against their will and forced legally to go and fight in vietnam there were protests everywhere and a whole range of different groups from hippies to students who were very straight laced to older people who had a who didn't want the war either to uh, the black panthers Uh, they all descended on chicago unfortunately chicago was in the grip of mayor daly and had been focus of many race riots, and was notorious for his extremely militaristic policing. And it ended up in a huge riot, and then Nixon got in power. And when Nixon was in power, he wanted to prosecute the ringleaders of the Chicago 7, or 8 as it was, um, and give them very long prison sentences. And the trial became a cause celeb and was notorious for a judge that basically rejected the rights of everyone involved including Bobby Seale, the Black Panther what they tried to do was make out that it was a conspiracy so that they could then blame the ringleaders of the leader of each of these different groups that weren't actually together they could say that they were all part of a concerted effort to start a riot Bobby Seale had just flown in and out and was there for four hours and had no contact with anyone He was famously in court bound and gagged in an American court, which even the right-wing prosecutors couldn't stomach because they knew they'd lose the whole trial because that would be, you know, the jury were looking at a black man in America bound and gagged in a courtroom and denied legal counsel. So they ended up turfing him out of the trial and I think he might even still be alive to this day, which is unusual for one of the leaders of the Black Panthers, The remaining seven, or is it six? Yeah, seven. Um, Five of them, I think, got lengthy five-year prison sentences, but the judge's behaviour through the trial, which is one of the driving forces of this movie, was so appalling, they just got overturned straight away. He denied so much throughout the trial. Most notoriously, the previous Attorney-General, under the democrat administration had investigated this and decided that there was no case to answer and that basically mayor daly was responsible for what happened and he testified in court to that effect which would have ended the trial and the judge uh, made the jury leave the room while he testified and refused to allow them to hear that so there were so many things that happened now this is um Aaron stalkin's big oscar gambit he was dipping his toe in the water with um, Molly's Game, I thought a well worth watching film, but a little bit of a failure. Now, this film is nearly a masterpiece. It's so close. Um, a lot of things go right here, particularly awards worthy performances by Eddie Redmayne as Tom Hayden, a more straight laced guy who famously stood up in court when the rest of them refused to stand for the judge. He tried. He he was of the opinion that you're losing Middle America by being looking like the hippies or acting you know like the black panthers you've got to get middle america on side and he ended up becoming a congressman um, another really strong performance in this is one of the best actors in britain mike rylance who's already an oscar winner as william kunstler who was the defense counsel and became uh, another course cool celeb for defending people in similar scenarios often called Something like a ratings chaser because he would also, he always take on these big profile cases. Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt stars as the federal prosecutor. I am still not 100% convinced with Joseph Gordon Levitt. I really like him, but I'm not massively convinced that he'll ever be a great actor. He's always really good. I, he's a bit Matt Damon. He's always good. He's always welcome, but I don't think that he does bring that much. Frank Langella as Julius Hoffman the judge is excellent but the star of this show and who I most expect to get a nomination for an acting Oscar is remarkably Sasha Baron Cohen who is a brilliant actor I even said in Talladega Nights which was a comedy where he played a French driver he is actually really good at acting here he is a star of the show as Abby Hoffman a wild leader of hippies a very famous one he ended up taking his own life in the 1980s disillusioned by modern society not caring about revolution anymore here he is wonderful he is both very provocative but also incredibly intelligent Um, he knows how to get the public interested in what he's saying and then he slams with information that is very very credible and bends people to his will he's brilliant in this film he's so good one of my favorite performances of the year Um, this is an often brilliant film it is a courtroom drama the outside stuff is really good and really dramatic so they show the build-up to all of these disparate groups arriving in chicago and the uh, the impact that very heavy policing has on them the fact that they're being targeted and the fact that the police want it to kick off. Um, all of the concerns and, and the abuse of power once it gets to court seem very relevant at the moment, particularly with the racial angle and the character of Bobby Seal, who is one of the letdowns of this film because Bobby Seal in this film is held up and, and, and they make the point that he's a scary black man so they put him next to these other white guys who some of which are very meek looking and he had black panthers in the court so they just used him to terrify the jury Um, but the character here isn't very well used there's a few inconsistencies with what really happened and they i don't feel that Aaron sorkin needed to deviate from what really happened as much as he does and they're only minor things but for instance we see Bobby Seale getting put in, bound, and gagged, and immediately removed from court, and it's declared a mistrial for him. But I'm pretty sure in real life this went on for weeks, where he was often struggling to get out of his gag and his hat uh, bound hands and put in a straitjacket, and he was frequently able to free himself. It went on for a long time. And some of the other uh, timelines of when the Black Panther leader was killed, Fred Hampson, those things are out of sync and I don't know why because he doesn't need to do that and it gives ammunition to people that might be on the fence about legitimizing the work but I don't think I don't think those are killer issues Um, as a whole the trial is really good because um, it makes you very angry about the behavior of the judge and the abuse of the system Uh, particularly when uh, Michael Keaton turns up as the old attorney general and blows the trial out of the water and the judge won't even let the jury hear it but the judge continually abuses the rights of those who are protesting the government and the whole thing was a political exercise by Richard Nixon now most of it is great and this is so close to greatness but where it falls down for me is the final sort of quarter of the film goes from this both hard-edged and incredibly fun journey and starts dipping its toe a little bit into Ron Howard territory uh, Steven Spielberg, Ron Howard territory it's almost like someone came along and said you've got to hit these emotional notes in the last third and I think that just stops it being shy of absolute greatness for me I don't think that they quite needed to go down that road um, It, I, I sort of felt oh, the weak quarter of the film is probably the last quarter i wish that they carried on in the same tone all the way through and didn't try and get the big moments um that's the only quibble i could have with this film is really that i thought molly's game the screenplay was extremely far too long stuffed with far too much i wouldn't accuse this film of it it's an improvement on that film for aaron sorkin as a director Um, i hope that he doesn't start bending his pictures towards oscar bait because i think I was looking at those performances of Rylance, of um, Eddie Redmayne and Sasha Baron Cohen, thinking that all three of them would be up for Oscars. And in the last third, I kind of felt the air come out of them a little bit because it was a little bit more pat and a little bit more obvious and a little bit more preachy. Uh, and I thought, well, if they don't, it will be because that quarter of the film wasn't as strong as the rest of the film. So this is still a must watch it's uh, illuminating it's a fascinating period of history it's done with a great uh, degree of verve and style particularly the stuff that's on the ground when they're in Chicago in the parks having their hippie soirees all of that's wonderful the collisions with the police is great and the philosophical and political ideas are given room to breathe though once again and this happens a lot and Aaron Sorkin got criticized by Mark Zuckerberg and i believe mark zuckerberg here he said he was annoyed that they painted all of them inventing facebook as these guys that were just doing it for girls wanted to go out and party and he said it made them far more lightweight people than they were because they were actually incredibly diligent and incredibly focused and the version of them painted in the social network was a little bit like they were teenage boys You know trying to do something to get girlfriends and he said that was so far from the truth i kind of feel like he's done that a bit here again because some of the criticism of this film is that these people were incredibly involved in the trial they were very well versed on everything legal to do with it they weren't these hippie bumpkins that turned up and started yelling at a judge they were much more serious focused politicized people than that and i feel like he might have done them a little bit of a disservice but It's still one of the best films I've seen this year. It's a great subject, a timely subject, and virtually all of the acting is superb. Some of it's awards-worthy. I particularly love Rylance Redmayne. Sasha Baron Cohen is amazing in this film. Worth the price of entrance alone. He's a great actor in potential. He really is. Um, So I'm going to give The Trial of Chicago 7 just sigh of absolute greatness an 8 out of 10. It is really good. It's just slightly shy of being a truly great film it is however a really really good film Uh, the trial of the Chicago 7 a 8 out of 10 and back to Neil Young celebrating his birthday this is from the other of those twin albums Zuma and American Stars and Bars this is the latter